2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ever wondered if your advertising dollar is really working for you? If your ad would have been here, you and more than 4 million people would be listening to it right now. Contact ads at exxoneradiotv.com. Unwilling to be the government's deadly assassin, gifted psychic, Kahara Mitchell, went AWOL and ended up buried under rubble in the wake of a great tsunami. She regained consciousness far from Earth on the medical ship of a Dageronian intergalactic fleet. Has she been rescued or abducted by aliens? The Chalice of Kari, Kahira O'Donnell's latest paranormal science fiction romance, is the passionate story of an Earth woman and her destined mates, twin kings from another galaxy. Kahara uses her gifts fighting alongside Lords Rom and Ra in a war that will determine the destiny of galaxies. The Chalice of Carrie by Kahira O'Donnell is now available at KahiraO'donald.com or at Amazon.com. This is the Exxon. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide toll free 1 800 610 7035. Email XONE at on MSN Messenger, XONERADIOTV at Hotmail.com, and our website www.XONERADIOTV.com. Joining me this hour are Betty and Jeff. They are with Ghost Eliminators. Now, they're two mediums that make it their mission to fix or solve spirit problems, as in haunting, spirit attachment, dark entities, readings, health issues, and more. They work extensively with the astral plane and lost souls, They have uh, success in hundreds of house museum clearings in the Niagara area of Ontario, Canada. And Ghost Delimineers does free consultations for anyone that wants or needs to know who or what is going on in their environment. Joining me now is Betty and Jeff. Hey, guys, welcome to the X-Zone.
3: Hi, Rob. Thank you. Hello. It's
2: great having you with us. Uh, What exactly is it that you do?
3: Well, what we do is we uh, have people that call us usually have a, uh, a spiritual problem in their house, a haunting, if you will, and um, things that go bump in the night, strange feelings. Maybe they'll see shadow people. And what we do is we'll come in and actually solve these problems and take these spirits out of their houses so that they can actually live in a peaceful kind of way.
2: Wow. Betty, how did you do you and Jeff get, a, get involved in doing the work that you do with Ghost Eliminators?
1: Well, I... Um have always been able to communicate with my guides since about my earliest memories are about seven years old. Mm-hmm. And um, when I met Jeff, uh, one thing that I do do for people is I'm able to get what their spiritual gifts are. So when I met Jeff, I was able to share with him what his spiritual gift was, and it kind of grew from there.
2: Now, how long has Ghost Eliminators been been going?
1: Almost 15 years. A wow. little over 15 years now.
2: And uh, approximately, how many cases have you worked on?
3: Oh, well, Jeff. Probably wait. counting the like, greater Toronto area and stuff. I mean, we've been to Ottawa. We've been all over the place doing work. Probably 250, 300, maybe more.
2: My goodness. Jeff... And, Betty, how do you deal with people who say, ah, come on, ghosts, it's all a matter of imagination?
3: Well, we just sort of let them have their own opinion. Mm -hmm. We don't try to push what we believe on other people, and we take it with a grain of salt. I mean, everybody's going to be skeptic in one way or another, Right. but sooner or later, you might end up calling us. So we've had a lot of cases where people are skeptic and they've knocked us down, but they've taken our card and... A year or so down the road, they've actually contacted us, and we've had clients where, say, the husband believes and the wife doesn't, and then the next thing you know, it's the wife that's calling because she's saying, I don't know what you people were telling my husband, but some of the things that he's been talking about have been happening, and now I need you in here because now I'm starting to hear the same things or feel the same things.
2: Betty and Jeff, you and I have to take a commercial break. We'll be back in two minutes. Uh, First of all, thanks very much for joining us. Great talking to you. And ExoNation, if you'd like more information on uh, Ghost Eliminators, and and if you'd like to find out more about Betty and Jeff, their website is www.healingcrystals.ca. That's www.healingcrystals.ca. Dot ca. And uh, we'll be back on the other side of this commercial break in two minutes. We're going to be talking more about spirits. Uh, why do some uh, spirits bother to attach themselves to us and much more? 1-800-610-7035, worldwide toll-free. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, TV at hotmail.com. And our website, TV.com. By the way, the November issue of the X Chronicles newspaper is available. And uh, to get a copy or to read it online, simply go to XZonePodcast.com, click on the link, and away you go. All with the compliments of our advertisers. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break. Don't go away. Nicholas P. Jennings is a lover of humanity and a seeker of truth. Using facts and not opinion, he exposes misconceptions spread by religious and political organizations. While theology, engineering, and science were his fields of academics, history, philosophy, and humanities are his fields of research. His article entitled, The Obama-Iran Nuclear Deal Must Be Stopped, exposes lies by Obama to approve a nuclear deal. This deal benefits Iran domestically and militarily, but compromises the security of the United States. The genix article is provided on the internet link www.rel-mar.com forward slash NG1. That's www.rel-mar.com forward slash NG1. Reef. Reef is your host. Reef is your guide. Are you happy? Happiness is like trying to find water in the desert. Can you find any? Sometimes, sure, but only a few drops. God is an ocean of joy. But God is not cheap. You cannot find God in a chemical. You must attract God's attention. How? Not by living to please your senses. That is false ego. The matrix is not real. It is a computer-enhanced hallucination. You are spirit soul, not the body. We have forgotten how splendid our home really is, the spiritual sky. For more information, visit reshahsongofblue.com. That's www.r-e-e-s-h-a-s-s-o-n-g-o-f-b-l-u-e.com. Fartlets, fartlings, pongies, and honkers. They have so many names, makes you go bonkers. Rear tempest, butt bubbles, bottom burps, all aside. Why does it smell like a little rat died? Hail the fart, whenever, wherever, whoever. Its existence actually enriches our lives because it gives us those unforgettable moments that we can all recall again and again that are always good for yet another laugh. A new expose on farting. Get your copy of The Endearing Fart by Eileen Dover at www.theendearingfart.com. Sometimes you think you're alone, but you're really not alone, and our guests this hour certainly know that. They're with Ghost Eliminators. Betty and Jeff are our guests. www.healing-crystals.ca That's healing-crystals.ca Tell me something, Jeff. How do people know if they have spiritual issues or attachments?
3: Well, there's... A spiritual attachment would be um, if they're acting really, really out of character. Mm-hmm. If normally they're a healthy, active, kind of go get kind of person, and then all of a sudden, for absolutely no reason, they'd be lethargic, depressed, very down, uh, totally out of personality, maybe snappy with normal people that they wouldn't normally be snappy with, and there'd be no explanation for this. Now, that would be a classic case of, of this person having uh, probably a dark entity attachment to them, and it's a lot of people will notice this. And the people that notice it are the people that usually contact us about it. Now, so Betty,
2: I'm I'm but, sorry, Jeff.
3: No problem. So that we can come in and actually remove the attachment from this person, and basically 100% of the time, when we once we remove the attachment, it takes about two, three, four days for the person to sort of recover energetically, Mm -hmm. but then they'll sort of return to their normal self the way they were prior to the attachment.
2: Betty, how would a person get themselves attached to by a spirit or an entity?
1: Well, what I have found uh, from speaking with some of the entities that are attached to people uh, personally um, is that they tell me that a lot of times they will see a character trait in that individual mm-hmm. that they themselves had. So, for example, if we'll just say that this spirit attachment was an alcoholic, right. he would not attach to somebody like me who doesn't drink. He would attach to another alcoholic. So I'm seeing a lot of that lately. Um, but it's usually there's a character trait that they can identify with with the living person.
2: Now I understand that alcoholics uh, you know, are very vulnerable to Absolutely. to spirit attachment because their defenses are, are down. Is this why there's a lot of ghosts and spirits that hang around in pubs and bars?
1: Absolutely. But not only that, what me and Jeff are finding over the years, mm-hmm. this is almost like a conclusion that we have come up with is it's the vibration of the person. Um, When we are in a position where we're drinking all the time Mm -hmm. and we're not happy with the way our lives are going, we tend to vibrate at a lower level. And unfortunately, people on the astral plane are also vibrating at a lower level. And this would make sense if you think about it. A person who, let's take a monk uh, in prayer all the time, would be vibrating on a higher level, uh, which an angel or messages would come clearer, uh, faster, quicker, however you want to say it. Um, And it's the vibration that we're finding, these people that are coming to us with these issues, they're vibrating very, very low.
2: So the lower the vibration, the more susceptible you are to spirit attachment?
1: Absolutely. I would have to agree with that statement, yes.
2: All right, tell me, in your experience as as both mediums and uh, ghost eliminators, can spirits actually physically harm us?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, And the reason why they can is because they generate energy. Mm -hmm. And depending on how much energy they have generated, they can move things. um, They can shove us, touch us. Um, But even simply to say that they can hurt us, by just taking our energy, um, the body, in order to heal, in order to fight uh, the flu, cancer, colds, whatever, we need a certain amount of energy. And if we have these uh, etheric uh, entities sucking from us, then the body just doesn't have the ability to heal itself from within.
2: Hmm. Have when when you and uh, jeff go out on your um can we call them exorcisms
1: well you know some people do and i i don't mind that word but the thing is is that there's so much negative energy that is attached right. to that word so, so we prefer to say clearing
2: oh okay so when when you and jeff go to a clearing um how do you protect yourselves <laughs>
1: This is something me and Jeff disagree on. Um, and the reason why I say this is because oh, I don't believe that there is such a thing as protection. All right, leave
2: it Leave it to me to start a fight in a happy home. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we
1: have many conversations about this. Um, Jeff, as he'll tell you, you know, he uses the white bubble. Mm-hmm. He grounds himself. Right. Whereas with me, you know, I kind of go in just uh, angry and determined and... Uh, just ready to kind
3: of do battle. Um, So, yeah, we kind of disagree on that. Yeah, because of the fact that I allow the spirits to channel through me Mm -hmm. and give a message, I need to vibrate down on their level. So I'll put myself in a white bubble of white, 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 bright light. Right. But I'll also ground myself so that I bring myself down and connect. And to me, and my spirit guide and the archangels and everyone else actually helps to protect me as well that way I don't pick up on anything or I don't bring anything back out of the clearing with me.
2: So when when you go out to do your clearings, you you bring as much protection and firepower as you can.
3: Oh, absolutely because yeah. I make myself vulnerable to being attached to myself.
2: Let me let me ask you this. Um, when you know and, and I don't know if this is all Hollywood, if it's all media hype, but for example, uh, movies like the the exorcist, uh, the Amityville Horror, uh how close to to reality are are these type of movies
3: well your head's not going to spin around uh. for one <laughs> we okay. haven't seen um, that as of yet <laughs> as of yet the uh the change in the voice you can mm-hmm. see it in people's eyes and um the absolutely incredible strength that can be exerted by some one person is phenomenal we had five people that were holding one gentleman down and he was I had two. I was holding one arm of his, and he was throwing me off like I wasn't even there. Unreal. And he was and he was sitting in a chair. It took five of us just to hold him down.
2: Have you seen people levitate? Is there actually a change in the temperature within the room? Uh, is are there those foul odors that that? Absolutely. Really?
3: N- not levitate. No, not the okay. levitation part. <laughs> no, but the foul odor. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's not so much a change in temperature in the room, but mm-hmm. it's a change in pressure. Mm-hmm. In the room. It's a feeling that everyone can feel, and it's 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 just a pressure.
2: What causes that change in pressure?
3: The energy of the spirits. Once we remove the spirits, mm-hmm. there's a less there's less pressure. It seems lighter. It's easier to breathe. It what seems brighter. Everything. It just totally changes the pressure in the room, which goes back to that vibration.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Now, now, do these spirits identify themselves to you? Do you ever come across the same spirit in more than one case that you've worked on?
1: No, and the reason why is because one of my gifts is to open up the light. So Mm -hmm. when I open up the light, I have full view of exactly who is going through the light. So if I say that, you know, George is in the light, Mm -hmm. I close it after him, he's gone. He cannot come back. Um, And then the dark and the demonic entities, I actually open up a different door which they go into, and they are unable to come back because we close that vortex up, also. And it works very, very well. You know, knock on wood, we've always been successful up to this date.
2: How effective are crucifixes and holy water when it comes to a clearing?
3: Um, not really, it really just upsets the spirit. Yeah. It makes them angry. Why? Because you're invading their space.
2: Oh, I see it's
3: but, sort of like um if you're sitting in your studio like you are right now and somebody throwing a skunk in there
2: it's you, happened you wouldn't,
3: you wouldn't be very happy
2: <laughs> it, it's happened but we tell the producer to get back to his side of the room that's all yeah but no no but i i understand what you're saying and and you're right but and i understand that but what's the difference between using holy water and crucifixes to the techniques that you use don't the spirits well, you know get upset as well
1: you know what I think it is? I think that the crucifix has such beautiful, positive energy mm. over centuries right. uh, affiliated with it. So it's like when I go into a clearing, I know I'm going to be successful because I won't stop until I am. And it's. I think it's the same thing. I think if someone is holding a crucifix and they truly believe that they have the power right. to cast this demon out, then who's to say that that won't work? And I that's understand. really how I feel about it.
3: See, now I, how I feel about that is that once it's very well likely that they could be successful in casting that demon out, but the demon might just go next door. Yes.
1: Whereas It'll get out to...
3: of their house and just go to somebody else's.
1: And I have to say, that did happen 15 years ago, our very first exorcism. It did. When I walked out of that house vomiting, my guide said to me, okay, Betty, you guys were successful, now what? Where did it go? And I thought, oh, my God, what have we done? And this is how we came up with different techniques to make sure that these demonic entities, that these dark entities can never, ever go and hurt another person again.
3: That's right. But so,
1: there's so many of them. I mean, oh, it's, it's, it's mind boggling.
3: So, like, but getting back to the crucifix and the holy mm-hmm. water, it puts a little too much religion into it. And we've dealt with a lot of different religions. Yes. Working a lot with the East Indian people and with um, Sikh. Sikh people. Catholic Catholic Mm -hmm. people, Oriental people, Buddhists, things like that. We've dealt with so many different religions that we feel that to use a cross, not that it would invade them, but really it has nothing to do with religion.
1: It has nothing to do with God, nothing to do with
3: religion. So our view is that the tools that other people may choose to use, that's great. Yes. But we choose not to use them because we feel it really has nothing to do with religion. So so what you're doing is is you're
2: being respectful to the people that you're clearing as well. Oh, absolutely. I love that. You and I have to take a commercial break. Uh, Betty and Jeff, please stand by. Exonation. Betty and Jeff from Ghost Eliminators in Niagara are special guests this hour. Their website, www.healing-crystals.ca. That's www.healing-crystals.ca. And we'll be back on the other side of the news as we continue right here in the Exxon with here's truly, Rob McConnell. Don't go away. Ever wondered if your advertising dollar is really working for you? If your ad would have been here, you and more than 4 million people would be listening to it right now. Contact ads at exoneradiotv.com. Dot dot com
0: You talk
3: like Malay and Dietrich.
2: of such a distal, yes you do. But where do you go? Exo so Betty and day? Jeff from Ghost Eliminators when in St. Catharines are our very special oh, guests. www.healing-crystals.ca That's www.healing-crystals.ca Betty, before we go into the uh, news... Uh, you, you were telling us about your first exorcism or your first cleric, and, and you know how you felt afterwards. What was it like when you realized that you, Betty, had had brought this troubled person to peace and you were able to 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 take the spirit and put the spirit on the other side of the white light? Well, you know, it
1: definitely is extremely fulfilling. Um, I think as human beings, we all want to, you know, do our purpose and mm-hmm. leave our mark on this earth. And, you know, like you said before, just helping one person at a time. Um, it's, it's like nothing else in this world, you yeah. know?
2: What was your most, I don't know if this is the right word, so please forgive me if I, if I get the word wrong. What was your most thrilling case that you worked on?
1: You know, I have to say, um, it was more recent, it was a couple of months ago, uh, this nine-year-old boy, mm-hmm. and uh, he was autistic, and he was oh. seeing spirit. And his mother asked us to come in just to, you know, see what was going on mm-hmm. and, and kind of confirm if, if it was spiritual, and uh, he was just so amazing and so gifted And now what he does is he will have his mother call us. He doesn't call me. He doesn't know what we're doing. But he'll have his mother call us and say, oh, tell Betty that the one, the clearing they're doing tomorrow is going to have three dark entities and for them to be careful. And he's always right. It's just absolutely amazing to me.
2: Sounds like the young man is very gifted.
3: Oh, extremely. Nine years old. She is a soft spot for kids, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. Especially when they uh, open up and tell about their gifts and they're not trying to hide it and not afraid of it.
2: I I was just going to ask you, uh, Jeff, if, if children are more susceptible to seeing both good as well as the darker spirits that are around.
3: Well, kids are very more open to it, and a lot Mm -hmm. of times they'll say they'll be talking about their imaginary friends or whatnot, and it could very well be their spirit guides, and people just sort of pass it off as being an imaginary friend because they're not causing any problems. But then there'll be um, cases where there's, like the autistic kids, where they'll start Mm -hmm. almost being violent and stuff, and they'll be saying, oh, because so-and-so told me to, and things like that, where they're actually seeing these darks and they're being influenced because there is an imbalance and there isn't, issues somewhere where there's something not firing properly, and they will be influenced by these things. Uh So it's really sad when you see those sort of things, but it's nice when you see the outcome, if you can actually get them to learn and understand how to control it and do it properly.
2: Where do guardian angels fit into the entire realm of spirits, ghosts, and entities?
1: Yeah, I, um, unfortunately... Uh, I am not one of these mediums that has the privilege to receive message from the other side. Mm -hmm. Um, I've always only been able to communicate with spirit that is stuck and vibrating low. Um, So I just, I haven't had that privilege to to have that in my life, unfortunately.
3: No, I've had enough car accidents and things of that nature to make me believe that there are such things as guardian angels but as far as contacting or talking to them Mm -hmm. i have no way of doing that as well there are people out there that can communicate with angels absolutely but unfortunately not a a thing though
2: (laughs) in your experience um have you found that women or men are more susceptible to uh spiritual attachment or
1: now both
2: really, eh?
3: it's probably equal. Yeah,
1: I see when I see an attachment, it's almost like um, like a, a, a black fog behind oh. the person. Yes. Um, transparent. So it, it's not like I'm seeing uh, a shadow or uh, like a figure. It's it's almost like this a tail of a comet, if if I could use that analogy,
3: hmm. and that's how it looks to me. And then I have to rely on her to see them. And I can sometimes feel them, but right. not as well as what she can identify with when she spots them. And then I just, I ask them to channel through me. So.
2: Do spirits know that you can see them and and that you're very much aware of of their presence?
3: Oh, definitely.
1: I, yeah, I think so, because they always seem to pick the person... Um, that is the most open. So my guide has said to me on occasion that spirit can read it in our aura. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I think so.
2: What's the difference... Be- oops, sorry. No, no, I, I was just going to ask Betty. Uh, what's the difference, Betty, between a spirit and, and a guide?
1: Oh, <laughs> tons. Um, our guides are actually people who have lived on the earth at least once right but on the other side they have special training that's the only way i can describe it and they are with us before we come into the womb and they actually stay with us after we die now when we step out of our bodies my guide says that they're not always there we have to call them but if we're not in communication with them or if you know, we just don't know about spirit guides, mm-hmm. then once we cross through the light, we go to a place where we can view our life and, and just see if we were successful in what we wanted to learn and experience here. And they are standing right beside us. After we do that viewing of mm-hmm. our life, then that's when we will separate or else we will live another life together and maybe I'll be his spirit guide next time. It almost but.
2: sounds like the the tunnel that people have reported, and the life review that people have reported who have had near death experiences.
3: Mhm. Absolutely. Interesting. The tunnel would be the light that we speak right. of, and and w- when you pass away, mm-hmm. you'll, the light is there. You sometimes you might have to turn and look and maybe try to find it a little bit, but it'll be there for about two weeks or so. Right. And that'll give you time to see your family, your funeral da-da-da-da-da-da, but after that two weeks, that light starts to dim and go away. Yes, it starts to pulsate and, and go away. And that's when the spirits, the white spirits, the white light people get stuck on the astral plane. The astral plane's a nasty, dirt, kind of hideous place. Yeah, I've been there once. And what they need to do is either go and hitchhike on somebody else's light who has passed, which mm-hmm. is a, like a hospital is a good example. Right. A funeral home, and they can hitchhike on somebody else's light, or somebody like Betty can actually open the light for them.
1: And we can all open the light. It's not that, you know, I'm special. Um, it's just when I was very young, I had these spirits coming to me, and so my guide had to help me because I was losing it. And so he said, you have a light that they need, and he showed me how to do it. And it's quite easy, and me and Jeff, we we teach people Uh, We have workshops, and we teach people how to do this because both of us feel that there are so many spirits on the astral plane that we just cannot do this by ourselves. So we love the fact that people are excited and that they want to help spirit, and we will do everything we can to share our knowledge with them because we need the help.
2: I understand that that you give workshops, and uh, one of my questions to you, uh, and uh, i'll I'll ask you, Betty, how long does it actually take you to teach someone to do this, you know, so that they can they can help you?
1: Well, I've kind of set up the workshops where it would start with like a development. Mm-hmm. So I would explain there's a lot of things that you have to know, um and i'll I'll give you an example. When people think that you see spirit, they think that it's always like if I was looking at you, if we were having a conversation. Well, that's just not true. A lot of times, medians will say that they only see the head, or they only see the feet, or they only see the middle of the body, or they see an orb or an outside line of a figure. It's really different for everybody, but it's very, very rare that you will see a spirit that is complete figure solid. Now, when I open up the light, I do see them like that, Mm -hmm. but it's so bright. And the closer they get to the light, the less I can see them. But when they first step in in front of me, you know, I I have a good view of them. Um, But uh, I'm sorry, I lost what I was (laughs) saying. (laughs) What was I saying?
3: Your view of people when they go into the light, what you're trying to say? The is workshops. What, yeah. The workshops. Yes.
1: Yeah. So it, it would start with, um, uh, with mm-hmm. that. Like that's just an example of a misconception.
2: I see. Um. Yeah. So, so really, there's no quick fix. There, no. You, no. I was, uh, you know what? And you know what? I I appreciate that because, I I don't think that every anyone can just take a, an over the weekend course and become a ghostbuster or a medium or a spiritualist. But. You
1: no. Know, it uh, took me 30 years.
2: My heavens! And I'm
1: still learning.
2: You know what? I I believe that life is a learning process. That from the moment you're conceived, you start to learn, and it's only until you pass off this realm of reality that you stop learning. You don't stop learning, period. You just stop learning on this realm. Because I believe that, you know, that life is like. Let me just let me just give you a scenario. My idea uh, of of existence or life is, if we were to have an entire big library filled with books, and each lifetime is one book in that library.
1: Beautiful. Exactly. Love it. Yeah, You
2: got it. Now that I've got it, what do I do with it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a responsibility, isn't it?
2: <laughs> I, I think we all have the responsibility, and I think that, that throughout time, uh, you know, throughout the different philosophies and religious philosophies, we've been given this responsibility. And, uh, you know, in the Bible, it says, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And uh, in karma, what goes around comes around. Like, we've been getting these lessons from the very beginning, but why why does it take some people so damn long to get the simplest messages?
3: Well, they seem to think it's like it's too much effort.
1: Mm -hmm. And it is. I mean, it's a big undertaking. I can't tell you, Rob, how many times that I've wanted to quit I just can't even tell you how many. I mean, after I do a clearing, I am non-functional for two days. Wow. You know, there are things that I I don't share with people because you know it's
3: it's my cross
2: well, that of I course. have to carry. Yeah. Where do you're you see pretty,
3: your? You're pretty drained. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I I would imagine that that you expel a lot of energy and as well as a lot of emotions and.
3: Oh. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: You yeah. know, and and once again, this comes to the point that I was that we were discussing before—that you have to protect yourself because at this very time you're very vulnerable.
3: Uh huh. And usually, as Betty was saying, I yeah. mean, after that first thing—the exor- uh, clearing we did—she mm-hmm. um, was throwing up and she was quite messed up for a few days. There was a clearing not too long ago out in uh, Woodbridge right. where she was touched by a demon. And the same thing basically happened. She For two weeks, we had to cancel everything. She couldn't oh, do anything. She wouldn't do any clearings, any readings, any anything. Nothing. I, I was down for two weeks. For two weeks, because energetically, she just didn't feel confident enough to get back in the saddle and get going. So, I,
1: I had to call in uh, some medium friends. I had to call mm-hmm. in healers, um, and they worked on me, and God bless them, because I, I didn't think I was going to make it. I honestly didn't.
3: Usually, I'm extremely tired, and I'll just come home and have a nap.
2: (laughs) I I would imagine that each one of both of you, you know, recover in your own ways.
1: Mm -hmm. See, people don't understand how dangerous, how utterly dangerous this work is. Mm -hmm. And that's why I do the workshops, and I share every bit of knowledge that I can, because... I don't want people to go through what me and Jeff have gone through for the
3: past 15 years. Like you'll have people that'll read a book on spirits and stuff, and yep. they'll go to their house, and they'll start throwing the holy water around or doing the stage and stuff like that, and then they'll get attacked. And then they might be attached, and then they leave the house, and the people, then they might joke and laugh about it, but then that person turns into somebody totally different after the fact, and and it's just the fact that they're the inexperience and the danger of it, they just don't know what they're getting into. That's I think that, that
2: what on. has happened over the years is that the media has taken paranormal or ghost hunting, spirituality, whatever you want to call it to a level that it should not be at. It's, it's not a it's it's not a game, it's not entertainment. It's very real.
3: It is very real. It gets glorified on yeah. TV because it's more exciting to watch when chairs go flying and things like that, but it's really energetically and emotionally it's that that's the biggest part of it
2: jeff and betty please stand by you and i have to take our final break Exonation, jeff and betty from ghost eliminators in st Catharines, ontario their website is www.healing-crystals.ca that's www.healing-crystals.ca and we'll be back on the other side of this break don't go away
3: and there's diamonds and pearls in your hair, yes, there are.
2: Born a Shiite Muslim and taught the Quran in his youth are some of the reasons why President Obama has an affinity for Islam and the Muslim people. His nuclear deal with Iran allows them to obtain over $150 billion to stimulate their country domestically and militarily while pursuing their objective to develop a nuclear bomb. A groundbreaking article by Nicholas Jennings titled, Obama Continues to Lie to the American People, exposes many lies Obama has made. It includes lies to the American people on the Obama-Iran nuclear deal and Benghazi. The Ginex article is provided on the internet link www.rel-mar.com forward slash NG2. That's www.rel-mar.com forward slash NG2. When demystified, shamanism is an ancient science delving into the quantum level of life. Understanding and implementing basic shamanic principles can empower the individual to heal, manifest, and evolve in these rapidly changing times. Pathhome Shamanic Art School is a one-of-a-kind Colorado State certified occupational school training and certifying shamanic practitioners and teachers. We also train individuals simply interested in empowering and enriching their lives through shamanism. Path Home's certification classes are in a week-long block format, enabling national and international students to participate. We also provide online classes and long-distance shamanic healing sessions as well. Discover all you can be. Enter the limitless world of shamanism today. For more information, visit findyourpathhome.com or call 303-775-3431. Ever wondered if your advertising dollar is really working for you? If your ad would have been here, you and more than 4 million people would be listening to it right now. Contact ads at exoneradiotv.com. So, nation, Betty and Jeff from Ghost Eliminators are our guests this hour. First of all, guys, thanks very much for joining us. It's been a great pleasure talking to you, and I can't wait for the next time you're with us here on the X Thank,
1: Thank you Rob. for having
2: us. Uh, listen, Betty, uh, frauds in in the world of the paranormal are running rampant. What advice do you have for people when it comes to those who are anything less than scruple, scrupulous that call themselves ghostbusters, paranormal investigators, parapsychologists, psychics? Who really aren't?
1: Uh, You know, it's it's unfortunate, but it does happen, and it's happening a lot lately. You know, I always try to tell people: just look within yourself. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're all so intuitive. You know what you see if it's real or not. Listen
3: to uh, your intuition. Like any anybody can really come into your house with a bunch of electronic gadgets and do a bunch of meter number readings and say this and say that, but. We use none of that kind of thing. We use a digital camera to catch pictures of orbs, hopefully, and things, any um, apparitions or anything that we can hopefully catch. But um, the biggest thing is that it has, like Betty said, it has to ring true to you. So if this, if you see a psychic on the internet and they're and you can't even speak to them,
1: yeah, that happens. If they happens just a lot. all they have
3: is for this much for a session at this long, pay this much for a session this long, pay this much, and if you need a clearing, pay this much. And you haven't even spoken to the person. Mm-hmm. They don't even know what's going on. Yeah. They, have, they have. There's no communication. There's no one-on-one. There's no anything. And if
1: I could say one thing, n- nobody can do spirit removal long distance. Not a shaman, not a medium, not a psychic. Mm-hmm. Nobody can do it long distance. And this is happening a lot on the Internet.
2: Yeah, you know, like uh, that's one thing I, I don't understand, and I'm glad you brought that up where people are, you know, there, there are these call-in, or you, the 1-800 numbers that you call, and this person is going to do this, that, and the other thing for you. And I've never understood how it could be done, and whenever I've asked these people how they do it, I, you know, they usually hang up the phone on me.
3: Yeah, <laughs> rightfully so, yep. Yeah. Yeah, you need to actually be in the premises of where the Spirit is, on some occasions, we've had people come up from the states, New York. We've been dealt. We've dealt with gentlemen in Missouri, things like that, where they'll come to us, mm-hmm. and if the attach the attachment will come with them.
2: Wow, I've so also been them told them that that, pe- that I'm sorry. I've also been told that people who go to auctions and flea markets can actually buy furniture or articles that are, have attachments on them and bring them into their house.
1: This is true. It is yes, true. yeah. This is true. My goodness. But a lot of those spirits mm-hmm. are good spirits. They're just attached to the furniture. Um, and, and those are what we call white spirits, which are very easy to cross over. Um, you know, just by talking to them and explaining to them that they should be with God rather than where they are, um, usually will do the trick.
2: Once again, uh, time goes by so fast when you're having fun. This has been a very fast hour. Uh, Jeff and Betty, I want to thank you ever so much for joining us. And uh, I look forward to the next time that you're you're with us because we still have so much to talk about. I'd love to hear about some of the cases that you work on as well as, Betty, get to know what you teach in in your workshops. So until the next time we do meet, my friends, I want to thank you very much for joining us tonight. And quickly, let our listeners know how they can find out more about you.
3: Oh, you can go to the website www.healing-crystals.ca You can go on meetup.com and you can check um, Healing the Body with the Meridians. That's one of our uh, workshops that we do, but all the other workshops are listed there as well. And give the phone number to Jack. Oh, and their phone number, 905-685-7256.
2: Guys, we have to run for tonight. Take care of yourselves. Nice talking to you, and uh, ExoNation, that's healing-crystals.ca